friends. Welcome to another episode of Between Players. Uh, tonight, I'm going to be joined with uh, my good friend Jan as we talk about our mutual experiences uh, playing through Mercury Steam's Metroid Dread. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little while since we've done like a like a review together. So, and. Uh, Jan, you uh, aided and abetted my habit of having a, a game to just demolish. Um, so thank you for uh, sponsoring <laughs> sponsoring my habit. <laughs> hey, you know, I was looking forward to this title when it was first announced. And I was it's one of those games that is it's, it's classic Nintendo, right? Like, like Samus is one of the... Uh, like what I would consider OG Nintendo characters. You know, you had Mario, then you had Link from Zelda, and then you had Samus from Metroid. So I figured when I picked up this game, I was like, man, Zach has to play this because I went through a lot of pain through it. So he's going to have to go through it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I don't know how to, how to say. It. I, like, I joined. I joined you in the uh, experience, so to speak. Oh yeah, and, and I'm gonna go. Ahead my and dudes. Say it, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it was a good experience on my side, but also there was there was pain. Lots of pain. yeah. There's some pain. So you know, if anybody is concerned about spoilers, um, we're probably gonna spoil all the games. So at a very high level, you know, maybe let's start. Let's start here at a high level. Uh, I'm gonna give my like g- generic evaluation. You can give yours, and then after that, we'll uh, we'll do the you know nits and picks. You know what's great, what's not. Okay. Um, high level overall, I think it's a- an incredibly well made game. Um, Mercury's team did some stuff with the uh, world and the um, aesthetics on Switch that are really impressive, and it's nice to see like another Metroid title. Um, I was surprised that it was like a direct sequel to fusion basically from the game boy advance years. Um, that was kind of interesting that they like carried that through. Yeah. What was the year gap? Was it like 17 years or something? Oh like that? my gosh. It's uh, I can, I can double check while I'm looking that up. Um, overall, right. Like, yeah, ov- overall I'd say, you know, this is, it took a little bit to grow on me, um, but uh, I like it. 20. What? It came out in 2022 or 2021? 2021. Okay. Uh, in that case, it was exactly 19 years. The Metroid Fusion came out in 2002 in North America, Europe. and Yeah. And, and, and what was it? Game Boy Advance, right? It so was a Game was, Boy Advance game, yep. Yeah, and it was a, considered a, a mainline mm-hmm. uh, continuation of previous Metroids. And so this so, is a part of that same uh, uh, 2D, <clears throat> 2D latter-day Samus. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a timeline. Everything has a timeline now. So, um, Yeah. This is the goodness for some continuity somewhere. I would hate for them to go um, Star Wars on us and 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 do the prequels or something. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I I have mixed I have mixed feelings about that. That's I I can save that for later. I'll just I'll say that like yeah, overall, it's a great game. You should totally play it. Um, but be prepared for surprising amount of difficulty. Yeah. Um, what about you? Well, yeah, uh, 
I actually deemed it my 2021 game of the year only because really yeah it, yeah it was it was it was definitely up there for me and uh for 2021 uh I, even though there were some games that came out but this one it's just it just something felt right about it okay um, it, it was um uh, it i i am a huge fan of metroidvania games right mm-hmm. and and for the last 10 years or so i always I've been grasping for these games, whether it's um, Ori in the Blind Forest or um, uh, what, what was that other one? Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow Knight. Um, yeah, yeah, Team Cherry. Yeah. I just want to play. I just I, I, it just seems like all these all these games are are love notes, you know, to um, to Metroid. But uh, now, yeah. but now here we are in current time with modern technology even though the switch doesn't feel as modern as it should mm-hmm. i mean here it is right you're yep. we're playing we're playing metroid uh, in 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 the current gen and yeah. it's exciting and it's nice that they actually like it's kind of nice that they had something as a i don't want to say like to tide over until prime 4 comes out cuz we know it's in the background i hope it comes out by the time this you know in the in the in the cha- in the uh, like window of the switch or whatever, it's supposed to anyways. Yeah, but you're totally right. Like most indie games are like oh, I shouldn't say most a huge number of well loved indie games etc. All pull massively from the Metroid side of the Metroidvania column, and you know, and also AAA titles as well, and that it's it's it is really nice to see kind of the quote unquote masters of the craft bring out a mainline title yeah you know you mentioned triple a and and i immediately went back to uh, batman's arkham asylum mm. I, still, I still remember playing that game thinking it was just a beat em up but then once you mentioned that it's it's a metroidvania but batman I was totally sold. <laughs> <laughs> you were um, all in then. I know. I, I mean, I mean, thing, it's that mechanics, right? It's like mm-hmm. you just continually, continuously up, upgrading and getting better. Um, you're scanning the area for mm-hmm. like tra- all little you know, secrets and yeah, stuff. all this. Yeah, absolutely. And it just makes you feel cool, and you're advancing, and you're 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 um, traversing this world, and uh, it's. It, it, that it it was um, I mean if the, if there was going to be a Metroid game or Metroidvania game, it has to be the the OG Metroid. So I'm glad they brought Nintendo was like, hey, we have Samus and we have Metroid. Let's let's you know get her out of the box and mm-hmm. uh, make a lot of money off of her. <laughs> yeah, but but also like um, they also like the developers. They also um, they create they redid Metroid. Uh, Samus Return, Metroid 2, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the old Game Boy 2 up-resed for 3DS. Mm-hmm. Did you play? You played that one as well, yeah. correct? Yeah, I played that as well. And then that, I think that's what made me enjoy this, the one on the Switch, because all their, all the mechanics that they tried out there, they poured it over to the Switch. So it was almost like a brand new experience to like, uh, you know, to a lot of new other players. Because, because I, when, when Samus Returns, came out it was towards the end of the 3ds's life cycle so it was only it was it was the last game i actually bought for my 3ds oh okay 
before shutting it down. But I, I just felt like when I was, I still remember playing it. I was like going like, this game looks good. It, it, it feels good. Mm-hmm. And it should be, I was over here thinking like, oh, maybe they'll port it to the Wii U or something. Man. Um, but you'd, I'm, I'm, you'd think, you'd, yes. you'd hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Wii U is a, pretty much a glorified Metroid device right now <laughs> for Ooh. a lot of people. Um but it, it was just great. Like, like, it, like they did a good job there. Um, a lot of the things that one of the things that came about um, that they actually poured over to the Switch version is the um, is that counterattack. You know, whenever she, yeah, that parry mechanic. The parry, yes, when she parries, and that's when they were that actually got moved over to the Switch. And I, I'm glad that they kept that over because that's actually one of the one of my favorite things about this, is just playing this timing game against the enemies right mm-hmm. um but but you know like it, it was it was real basic with your you know with your common um you know alien monsters is just like randomly lurking around you're just taking them out but it was it was very satisfying whenever you would fight one of the chozo soldiers even though I don't like the Chozo soldiers, yeah. <laughs> they those guys they made. I don't know how I, I would watch YouTube videos of people like flying through these guys, but when I encounter it, I feel like my thumbs are like frozen. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're so fast and so it, 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 it's just so annoying. But they, um, I, I, I would. When I finished, when I finished Metro Dread, I was like, I am so glad I do not have to see these guys ever again in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The some of the like mini, essentially, what I think of as like mini bosses, the Chozo mm-hmm. soldiers, and um, uh, I forgot what the spearmen are. I uh, think they're the robot Chozos, right? The robot robot Chozos. Yeah, the ones that the X takes over later. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, those creatures definitely like are a, like a taste of the pain to come basically. Um, but I was thinking about it later. And one thought that popped in my mind was that they remind me a lot more of um, actual, actually of Castlevania bosses or of um, uh, Mega Man uh, bosses. They have like movement patterns that are a little bit faster. They, uh, have like two or three attacks and they just kind of like try to zone you. Like they try to like push in on where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get adjusted to it, it doesn't feel so bad. Cause like, m- I feel like most of the like aliens that you fight on the planet, they basically keep their distance except for when they do their little, you know, uh, their charge or their the, animation charge. Yeah. Whatever their special, you know, parryable animation attack is mm-hmm. so but these guys they're they change that dynamic so much right like they rush you and in thinking of like older metroid titles there wasn't really any other creatures that do that quite you know what i mean like yeah there's things that like dive off the ceiling or whatever but they didn't like pursue you in the same way yeah that's when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I miss 16 bit Neo Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> the enemies were were hard, but not as complex as the one in Dread. Yeah, Dread definitely. Um, at first, like at first, the the jump up in difficulty was kind of 
um, I don't know, like I was kind of like mad about it because I'm like, why is this like all of a sudden really hard and like, like much harder than I was expecting. Yeah. And I had to like memorize patterns and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, like after I, but after you master a few of them, if you feel like, like you've <laughs> really done something. And yeah. I think for the most part, that feeling uh, of like getting better at fighting the soldiers and the robots, um, those pieces of it end up feeling better after the fact. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, there's this like, man, what is this game trying to make me do? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you will, in in the in the words of Dark Souls, you will die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I died a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, I feel like, I always, all my friends that were playing, including you, I felt like I was the one that that was constantly feeding. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was horrible. I mean, I, I still remember, I mean, either I'm a really bad gamer or maybe I'm so used to, used to today's like rush and attack type offense mm. like that, that I'm accustomed to from other games that this game, it, it, you have to be patient. Right. And there mm-hmm. are moments where I catch myself going, all right, just be patient, wait for, wait for an opportunity to parry or whatever. And then just spam the heck whenever you can, and, you know, spam yeah. the heck your gun as soon as they like freeze up or something. And I think that was my strategy throughout the whole, like, at, like you you mentioned the difficulty spike. And I think when I encountered that spot, I just, I just kept that. I think I lost, you know, out of the 52 Saturdays last year in 2020, <laughs> I, I dedicated, <laughs> dedicated an entire Saturday to like one part of the map because I just could not defeat the elite chosen soldiers. I was just like, this is so upsetting. There, there is also like, you know, out of, out of like, I feel like there's definitely like 12 steps or whatever, eight, st- eight steps mm-hmm. of, you know, like uh, grief, loss, anger, remorse, whatever. Uh, I feel like I went through that whole pattern. Like as soon as I hit that first uh, difficulty spike, it was definitely like <laughs> anger, denial, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> acceptance. Um, but yeah, like I think to that point, like there were two, two, I can remember like two or th- similarly, like when I was playing through it, there were two or three sessions where when I was playing it, I just got lost. Like I got lost in the map in a way that was like, I was just backtracking in like loops, trying to figure out where I needed to be. And it, it basically only happened at the beginning of the game. And at the end of the game, like there's this like middle, we'll call it middle half. If, if there are quarters, there's this middle half for me that had this like perfect flow. I was like, okay, I, I like is it basically as soon as I got the morph ball form, that was when the game like really started clicking for me. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember what power it was. I think it was right before you get the power bombs, which yeah. like mm-hmm. change a lot of stuff or like in between the power bombs and getting the freeze resistance, there's this, um, there was just this, like, again, this like feeling of like, Oh, I just got dropped in this spot and I cannot, I like, I just did not understand where I needed to be. Um, and then, to your point about like, maybe I'm not, maybe we're not good at games right now or whatever. Yeah. Um, I realized that, that, that there is a tech afterwards. I, I learned about this technique of using 
the shine spark in your um ball form mm-hmm. like i watch dudes on youtube or people on youtube recording themselves using this technique and i'm like i i didn't i didn't know a i didn't know this existed mm-hmm. and b i didn't use it once no neither did i in fact this is the first time hearing about it yeah <laughs> so you know how there's a bunch of like you know okay so i'll i'll tee this up how many items did you get? Like, what percentage of stuff did you get in your first run? You know what? I I, I was so frustrated. At, uh, I, I'm such a completionist. I, I'm always a person that's like, I'm going to get 100% on this game. No. Mm-hmm. This, after fighting Kraid, I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm so over this guy in this game. <laughs> I would have powered through this as best as possible. And I think I finished at 58%. Mm. Yeah, I made an F. <laughs> I had to. I just wanted out of there because because there was so many like um, because the, though the fun part of the game is is the puzzles to get the hidden items, and I know that's part mm-hmm. of the game. But I mean, as you heard me heard me a while ago, being a bad gamer, dedicating an entire day, just being awful at something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't make it very fun. I was like, you know, no. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, so yeah, I only had 58% or so. How about you? What did you uh, think I think it was a little bit less than that. I think I hit like 48 or oh something. Oh my gosh. You were able to beat the game for 48. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I figured out some of the tools. It, they're like to the, like, to the degree that the game is difficult, it definitely provides you all of the things you need. Um, like, like the difficulty spikes are there to prepare you for those harder fights later. You know, like kind of like is the realization I'm, I was coming to and they feel difficult, but it's because you're not used to, I think it's because you're not used to like, having to be really fast with Samus and her movement in the game. And I will say that I do think that the game sometimes suffered from input lag. So like, you know, you have the, you have the counter, right? Well, there's, uh, there's the, the, when you're in the Emmy encounters, like it's very difficult to hit the window for parrying the Emmy, right? Mm-hmm. Like almost impossible. But I think a lot of that is due to input lag. Like the controller is just slightly behind your your requests, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there's this feeling of like, oh, I but I hit parry, and mm-hmm. it just didn't register or registered too late. And so I think if I were to take my one nit, may, maybe about that like spike is that. Sometimes it's the input lag a little bit, and then sometimes it's the game changes some behavior, like specifically with the Emmys towards the end of the game, like mm-hmm. they become a lot less non-threatening or they, they become more threatening. What am I trying to say? They yeah. become less dumb towards the end of the game. Like they're always just like in your face and they never, they're not fooled by your nonsense. Like you can't just like hold still or only be invisible they keep you know they don't leave and go to the whole other side of the map or whatever like mm-hmm. they're just like in your space the whole time and i get it, it's because the game wants you to hurry up and get to the next area and feel like pressured but it's uh i don't know sometimes it felt a little artificial like 
the game wants me to fail a certain number of times because it, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. putting, they're putting in, they're adding frustration on purpose. I guess is what I'm trying to say, trying to like rattle you. Oh man. You, you mentioned the, the controller input in, in the, the lag. I actually, I remember I played a game on, um, on my switch pro controller. Mm-hmm. Right. And th- there were moments that uh, I had difficulties, you know, uh, get giving that feedback mm-hmm. to the game, and I was like, "I'm about to run to Best Buy and get me another controller because either either my controller is broken, or or maybe or maybe my thumb is just not reacting as quickly <laughs> as it used to." <laughs> but I I swear it was my controller. I, I there was a day I was like, I had this. I had the day one Nintendo Switch Pro controller, and I'm just like, well, maybe it's time. Maybe, maybe I can't go. Uh, maybe I can't go diagonally left anymore. It's just, mm. it's just there was just moments where I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, I, I'm pretty convinced that there is just a little bit of lag with their um, mm-hmm. whatever their wireless uh, protocol is. It's just a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and, and that part kind of feels frustrating to like, you know, to fail because of something artificial, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it's not really you or it may not be the software. It's like this like breakdown in between the interface. Yeah. But you know, one, I would say that's like my one major net. If I think the only other thing that was like kind of a track, a detractor for me is like, because of how long it took to load between each of the, um, uh, like, you know, you've got the rail cart and the teleportation stations and I forgot what the other, is that it? Those just those two ways of like moving from area to area. Um, besides like taking, besides taking the space subway to the, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Space subway and, Mm -hmm. uh, Uh, the teleporter. Those are the only two, right? Yeah, there, there. Yeah, there was the. Yeah, there was a. There was a. It, there was a. There was a train station. What mm-hmm. looked like a big train station. Uh, yeah, like I think my only nit with those is just like the loading, to the tra- the amount of time between transitioning each spot was quite long. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. when you do, when and if you do get lost, it feels like you're being kind of punished a little bit because yeah, like yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta go ride that train again. Like mm-hmm. I gotta spend another minute and a half waiting. It it does make me wonder. Like looking, you know, since we mentioned, you know, the other Metrovania's inspired games, like mm-hmm. like what was those load times like? But I think that I think that's still uh, that's on the Switch device itself. I believe. Um, I I'm I'm a spoiled brat now that I have you know uh, a, a, a PS5. No, I, I think that those old cartridge games were fast. Like loading the zones in like yeah. Super Metroid. If you go up an elevator, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean, like you're there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. There's no delay. I think cartridge cartridge games um, back then is a lot different than it is today. With yeah, the I think uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe back then it was uh, it was a simpler time. <laughs> oh no, it totally was. Like they yeah. they had a lot of uh, excuse me advantages. Mm-hmm. I think like a game that has this much like 3D fidelity yeah. is mm-hmm. very hard to 
you know, optimize zone loading to be so quick. Yeah, you um, know, when, when there was those quick time events, sometimes I feel like this game can be run in a first person, uh, maybe a, a 3DS view, right? Because mm. it's locked into the 2D side scroller right. when you're moving around. It does make me wonder, like, I bet you that, that like, maybe this is like the preview of what's to come in the Metroid series. Uh, yeah. So I hope. Yeah. I, I hope that there, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to, yeah, I want to get my hopes up too far, <laughs> but <laughs> like, I definitely think that there's a lot of cool stuff that they added to it. Um, the QTs are like, it, it, sometimes they felt like really satisfying, but sometimes they were another, like kind of like the parries against the, um, Emmy robots, like certain boss fights, you could get a QT that would like drastically reduce your time with the boss, right? Like it would just mm-hmm. like fry them. Yes. And it just felt kind of annoying sometimes that like you'd have to like, like failing that would just like set you back so far. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause if you're like, Oh, now I got, now I got to watch for this thing and I get it. Like that's like part of the challenge and everything, but yeah, like I think that was that was like maybe my third. Is my my third knit? Yeah, my that'll be my third knit. Is like sometimes it felt like the QTs were a little a little gatekeepery. Yeah, I I agree. It's almost as though like, all right, you got you spammed enough damage. Here here's your here's your tiny little reward for doing for yeah. surviving all. Of here's that. your chance to be done. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think, and you know, it's a it, 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 if all goes correct, right? It, it's only a eight to eleven hour game. Like, yeah. I, I think, I think people have actually beaten that game. I mean, there's been incredible speed runs, but I think the average gamer could probably beat that this game within the eight to ten hours. Yeah, yeah. Me, it's, it, I, yeah. It took me a little extra. I'm gonna blame getting lost on that. Yeah. But I, like, I, yeah, like gameplay where i was like just moving and getting from point a to point b and like wiping stuff out the first time probably like mm-hmm. eight nine hours maybe ten yeah it was i don't know i think it's also like encountering the emmys that was i think i i do like the that the horror part of the game the yeah emmys. at first mm-hmm. they really do kind of give off a a good they're very simple they're very reminiscent of the um the clone infusion Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they're much more um they're much more uh like set piece like set pieces. Yeah. You've got like and that's that's a funny thing too that is different about this game. The a whole notion that they do these like kind of visual callbacks to old Metroid, like because you go fight that weird brain eyeball creature to get its special whatever space juice. Mm-hmm. so that you can melt the emmys yeah. um but that's the only time you see them right and they kind of look like old old uh metroid bad guys right yeah and i and i think that that's credit to the like the source material right it's just like um I, we're, we're, i'm glad to be in a world where like even after 19 years it, it can be like 
the creator, um, the, the creator of the game or the, the lead director of the game, uh, I forgot their names, sorry, um, like, can, you know, can give context or reference to what a Metro game should be. And then that translates to what the characters are, the mood, everything. It just makes it just, it's just a, it's a fantastic little world that doesn't require like a lot of like dialogue and lore, you know, because mm. she's, and she's such a silent assassin. You know, literally. <laughs> um, and and surprisingly, like, there was a lot of just visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there... I guess this is, like, the spoilery part. So, like, there's, there's a point about, like, not halfway, but, like, a little over halfway through the game where, like, basically you meet uh, that Chozo scientist, right? Yeah, and... Right when after you meet him, uh, th- I mean that was like one of the few like there's dialogue, right? Yeah, and so, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I was surprised by how interesting that was. I mean, the storytelling was made mostly from um, <laughs> like the little ounces of Samus's reaction, mm-hmm. like whenever, like whether she's wincing or. Or, or not even like wincing. Like sometimes you just you could just see her body, her, her her body language. You know. Yeah, she had a lot of like really interesting like micro animations that were that like gave away the impression, or maybe they're like I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. They did they did a really good job of like giving you like a place to like interpret her emotional state. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the end, I was kind of blown away by. Um, the kind of suggestion that like Samus is not like, she's not like a, you know, she's just, yeah, she's not, yeah, this is total spoiler. Like she's not a human anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, she's, she, she's yeah. now, she has bonded with, with, uh, with all uh, with the Metroid. Right. Mm-hmm. Because she had the Metroid DNA in her. So now she's yeah. like, now she's not only, is she a, a superior tall bounty hunter she also has like you know superpower yeah and i do wonder like you know i I, after beating the game i was kind of like okay now that we have this part of the story what what is she now she's still running around these maps and trying to level up (laughs) or does she or or does she out of the gate like it's just a complete you know badass you know yeah it's a good question like because it was like if they're going to end it that way how do you excuse me how do you like go up from there right like how do you make how do you make a new challenge or you know how do you disadvantage uh samus Mm -hmm. in some way because she seems so um i don't know like like you said just like she's like super she's more more super powered like it's not just the suit anymore it's her Mm -hmm. so it's an interesting question like can they make another i'm sure that they're it's being talked about, but like, how do you like make the stakes raise the stakes again? Yeah. What is she going to go to, you know, the, to that, to their planet, the, you know, the bird planet and just start, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. She does. I don't know what her next purpose is, but go I mean, Promethean on them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, well, in, in, we, we do know in the, in the future pipeline of, like there's is a Metroid Prime Four, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Which I think is going to take place before, you know, quote unquote, before this. Yeah, 
I could see it being as a ending for Samus now, but now we're gonna yeah. go as we say, go all Star Warsy. Mm-hmm. And let's go back and 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 follow Samus throughout her her orb chasing world and, and try to like upgrade her her skills. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about them making, uh, you know, a couple of Samus adventures that were like more episodic and not necessarily tied to anything major. Yeah, I like the idea of episodic. I, 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 I because you know her character is probably like the least. I don't know. I, there's like there's a whole bunch of Mario games. There's mm-hmm. a good amount of Zelda games. Yeah. Right? There's a good amount of Zelda games, but there's not a lot of like Metroid games. No, games. not really. Yeah, and, and and then even the the spinoffs, and, and, kind of a small little pun there. It's like a pinball game. <laughs> oh, that's right. right. And yeah, then, uh, there was they, the non Samus spinoff yeah. game. Yeah, and the non one is uh, I can't think of the name, but it has something to do with. Her, the you know the 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 federation yeah they're that, like that the part of space cops that you usually are working for <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're terrible <laughs> uh, yeah well i mean like yeah i over overall like i think that you're right i think this is it feels like pretty peak peak metroid and like them adding in adding back in some of the like horror elements that made the original part of the series. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so famous that that, like mysterious, quiet planets, very low music until you're in a boss fight and then the game can't be quiet. (laughs) It's so metal. Well, first of all, I I looked it up. It's Metro prime Federation force. So I was close. I was very close. Very close. And it was just a first person shooter of just, uh, it's a co-op first person shooter. And you're not famous, but you're just the space cops. Yeah. I was going to say like, this is the Metroid mall cop edition. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, so there's that part. But the second part I wanted to say like that, the music, the ambience uh, like, the, like it was perfect it, mm-hmm. it was, i mean especially when i encounter I, when i encounter an emmy zone i know i'm in an emmy zone right and um it just gives up that creepy you know we mentioned before that creepy spooky vibe um and and, and then while well, even earlier before this podcast i was i was um i was playing you know dread just to um, see what's uh, you know just to familiarize myself with the game again, and I was like, man, this the music's a banger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the intro is awesome. I love it. Um, and, and then of course you know they Nintendo recently announced from a Nintendo Direct that they release a Metro Dread 2.0 patch. Hmm. Um, so do you, are you do you know about this patch? No, I had no idea. Well, there's an easy mode. It's, ah. it's a, yes, there's actually a rookie mode, and I was kind of like, "What? Where was this mode at?" So <laughs> I, I believe the rookie mode um, is either one shot, one kill the enemy, mm. or or you're just like you just won't die. But it, it's very hand holding, and it's it, it, I think to Nintendo's credit, it at least gives gives players that are not mean you an opportunity to like experience the Metroid story without, you know, the pain. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
I think it's probably appropriate. Like it, it is definitely more challenging than the older titles. And, you know, for people coming into the series who might be younger also, you know, trying to get their, trying to get their Metroid on, it could prove to be a pretty serious barrier. So I'd be curious to see like how, excuse me, how intense the easy moding is. Yeah. Oh, and also there's also dread mode. So oh, you, you just thought you were playing a title game. No, there's, there's also a dread mode, which I think is extremely difficult. Um, I think, no, wait, I do know one shot kills you. What? You, just, you can never take a hit from an enemy playing dread mode. I don't like that. Yeah. It sounds, that seems too hard. It sounds impossible with, I, I think this kind of mode, like any souls game, <laughs> oh, I, this has, yeah, the Metro is like, ah, well, we got you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, so, so those are the, the two major things that came from the, um, from, from the, um, from the upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think they also made like there was also something else too. Um, I think they just uh, fixed certain bugs. Of course, there's always those speed runners broke the heck out of that game. Oh, uh, <laughs> and so found some like hacks to like get into probably get into boss areas that they're not supposed to be or something. Oh yeah, wall hacking. How they do that? It's like they just discover on their own or something. But yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I I just think it's hilarious that you know the the final patch for Metroid Dread was it was a rookie mode and a dread mode. But um I played um normal mode <laughs> and, and and I was still even though it was hard, even though I was mad, even though um I messaged my friends on WhatsApp and go like, How do you beat this guy? Um I still had a good time because it just it felt good like you mentioned earlier it felt good to just it, it, you have a sense of accomplishment and then especially being the boss with like you know you, you know every time you you beat that you every time you fight the boss you go like oh please not another not another like level of him stage yeah yeah, yeah i was just like no like, like let's make this it you know uh, i know he has for sure three maybe four oh, let's see yeah I, i'd have to think about it there's there's three there it might be four it's a lot because the first one just has the regular orb that chases you Mm -hmm. the second form it's that sun that sits up in the top and like spins yes and then his attack patterns change uh in between when he loses his wings because he does those like dive attacks at first mm-hmm. and then when you pull his wings off he um he starts to act like the soldiers a little bit but um yeah there's just a few moves in there that like threw me off so much the first couple times i fought like i should say couple <clears throat> i i died to him a lot um until i f- like yeah, you just you feel like you're climbing a mountain or something. Like you're just taking each little footstep, <laughs> and then you get blown off the side, and then you're like, "Okay, I gotta start over." Um, yeah, Raven, Raven B, he um, uh, he he's a formidable boss. I like yep. 
I like that when it, you mentioned the wings. I was kind of like, I remember you hurting his wings and, and, and he became a total boss move and just ripped off his own wings off his body. Yeah. That, that's when you go like, ooh, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's, this guy's he's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty serious here. <laughs> he really means it. Oh, man, it, it was awesome. It, it, like I said, it was a good fight. A good, a good escape at the end. Typical Metroid um, ending, but, but oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like the kind of like the it was. It kind of reminded me of uh, Breath of the Wild a little bit. There's like a little extra boss at the end of the boss. Yeah, yeah. The story boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, it just reminded me of that game. But yeah, I like the I like the whole like oh there's a countdown you got to get running. It's all it yes. like classic I feel like Halo stole that idea. Oh, they totally did. Super Metroid. Yeah. At the beginning of Super Metroid, when that timer started. Is it in every Metroid game? Uh, Was it in Samus Returns? Samus Returns, it was towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. And Samus Returns at the end. Super Metroid, it was at the beginning. It's the Mm -hmm. first place you go to, the little, like, uh, pre-episode. Yeah, like, 10-year-old me was like, what? What is this? Mm -hmm. I just want to enjoy a video game. But the graphics, man, you had to have those uh, 3D rotations of the map. Man, you know, that, that's Super Nintendo. That was, that was a peak console right there. We peaked right there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything after that is just trying to get back to there. Yeah. But I I, I am, again, I, I'm looking forward to see what they do next. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't mind even seeing them, you know, kind of like do a... I don't know. I, I I do know that this story had a conclusion, but it would be yeah. awesome if it just if they actually just branched off of another story. Like maybe, like you said, like maybe this was before the Raven Beak fight, or and and then had her do something else. I don't know. There there's a lot of options with her, and, and I she should be explored. Sam should be explored more. I think she's. I don't know why I keep thinking she's so underrated. I just don't think she's in the mainstream conversations as the other her 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 Nintendo counterparts. You know, yeah, I mean, she's definitely had less titles. She's had less time. She's been, I mean, she's been in Smash and a few other things, but yeah, yeah she's like a character that they dust off every once in a while. I feel like, um, which you know, in some ways that kind of like makes her feel more. It makes it seem more special when she shows up, right? Like, that is true. Yeah, that is true. I need to maybe I need to stop being jaded and go like break in case we need money. Box <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo box. Yeah, I, th- I think they're. I think they are often surprised by her popularity. I think because like I get the impression that they see her as a niche character until recently. Yeah, and yeah, they put some bucks behind her, but like. It's not like you're right. It's not like Mario or Zelda or, you know, any, you know, I'm trying to think Kirby, maybe like one of the other major, you know, even though she is like a foundational tentpole, you know, Mm -hmm. she's an anchor. She really is an anchor. Yeah. And she shows a good range because she isn't like Mario. She's not, uh, you know, it's not happy adventure land. It's like, no, it's definitely not happy event. Spooky sci-fi spaceships, you know. She's a daughter of a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Mutant bird daughter uh who absorbs energy and befriends uh deadly aliens. 
Yeah, she doesn't even have like the, does the Samus have friends? Like, what what's what's her I, life after all this? Does she does she have a cat? That'd I mean, she's awesome. got that AI, right? Like, yeah, I mean, there are. It's funny you mention that because there are like a lot of parallels to, and I think direct inspiration from the Alien films, mm-hmm. especially the original couple of games where it's silent. The you know. Uh, it's in space. Everything seems very dark and threatening. Um, I don't know. I think there's. I think there are some. Uh, she is kind of like the Ripley of uh, of the. Uh, you know, she's the Ripley of uh, Nintendo. Yeah, it's funny enough that one of her arch nemesis' name is Ripley. Hmm. Mm. Well, somebody's paying attention in Japan. Someone. Oh. <laughs> Someone's watching the movies and making those connections. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, like, end of the day, I say buy, play, enjoy, dread. Yeah. What about you? I highly recommend it. Um, Yeah, like, shoot me a DM if you want to borrow it. (laughs) (laughs) Jan's Jan's game library. I'll help you find a good deal. Let's just say that. All right. Well, Jan, appreciate you dreadcasting. And yeah. uh, anytime, can't wait for the next game that we're gonna chat about. <laughs>